Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast, where one nerd and one Reginald Van Buren talk about the things that they enjoy. <laughs> my name is Newman. And my name is Yusuf. And today we're going to talk about Metal Gear. Metal Gear two. Solid 2 in particular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Liberty. Yes, yes. Um, it's a real, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, intellectuals game, I'll say. <laughs> hmm? Have a... I got that wrong? Yeah. I just mean, you know, it takes into um, it takes into account, you know, society and, you know, uh, philosophy um, human nature, you know, yeah, evolution, or, you know, genetics, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Hideo Kojima is a, uh, he does like to go for certain themes quite often. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll leave that. We'll get into it. We'll get into it in a bit. So tell mm-hmm. us, what have you been playing? Or what have you been up to in general? Um, honestly, I haven't been playing that much. Um, I was playing Smash Brothers, which I'm still enjoying. I think that mode is a little bit long-winded, if I'm being honest. You know, just just too many battles with like pointless things. It's like, oh, now I love better. that because, like, you know, that because before, remember, beat 'em up games, and and he, you mean the storyline from Smash Bros. Ultimate? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because like before, like you remember, like you know, Tekken Two or Tekken Three, the story mode would be just you do the arcade. Yeah, no, I mean it's great to have, but I'm just saying it's a little bit. I think it's too much, too many battles, too much going on. But listen, um, I mean, it's very good. It's a very good game. Enjoying yeah. it thoroughly. And actually, incidentally, I unlocked Snake there uh, during the week. So Did you yeah. know they had to, I think they had to shrink the size of his arse because oh, really? it's such muscular round buttocks that uh, <laughs> it, it is quite... It broke, it broke the computers. <laughs> oh, no, like a censorship thing. Like, like Oh, really? You were like very tight, uh, kind of stealth trousers. So yeah, they, they yeah. had to reduce the size of them. That's very funny. And actually, I, I got um, my Dreamcast came this morning. Ooh. Yeah, you so... play on it. <laughs> like, I do, actually. I bought two games, and they, they're already here. So I bought Tomb Raider, The Last Revelation. Right. And that was still when they had her waist, like, the size of a leg, and her chest the size of, you know, a bull. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, it was just ridiculous. <laughs> but um, but uh, look, really looking forward to playing that, because I used to love Tomb Raider 2, and I got Soul Calibur. For Ooh. only seven fifty, and um, what else did I get? I was looking around um, in Mam's house, and I got I found one of the Tenchu games for the PS2, which I'm oh. looking forward to playing. And I also bought a couple of PlayStation games from a, a friend in the west of Ireland. Oh, so thank you, Stefan or Stephanie. I'm not sure what your name is or how you pronounce it, but um, yeah, I saw a couple of games on eBay, and um, then uh, the con- and then he or she said to contact me on adverts so I did that and I bought uh, Soul Calibur 2 ooh what's yeah. PlayStation yeah PlayStation 2 great yeah I think that's the best one and I bought Tomb Raider 2 mm-hmm. and I also bought Kessen do you remember Kessen the ninja game no 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 it's like the Dynasty Warriors universe but it's like more strategic oh yes yes, yes. I remember yeah that. love yeah. that game god you love those games I do love those games they're one of the best things ever um, nothing better than like you know aiming at 10,000 soldiers with one special move and they all just go flying all over the place it's so satisfying (laughs) there is something kind of fun about it but I think the problem is I get into that I am overpowered and this is great fun but then I get frustrated when I didn't come up against somebody else strong I'm like this isn't the game I thought I was playing (laughs) 
but that's the whole thing you know you've got your your peasants and then you have your super you know invincible masters which you are one of yeah it is it is um there is something a bit of fun in them um do you ever play any the i think we talked about this before like the warriors games like there's hyrule warriors and then there's going to be a there was a dragon quest warriors which i played which i did like Mm. I don't really get the Warriors games. Like they have these add-ons and stuff like Extreme Legends and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I just I just feel confused by it all. So I just try to stick with the main Dynasty Warriors. But what I did do this morning, actually, because I was looking up Metal Gear, looking up Metal Gear 2 and looking up the story, I was like, I never played Metal Gear 4 and I really want to do that. So I was looking online and, and Wikipedia only listed it as PlayStation 3. But then when I scroll down, um, looking at release, it said that it's on the, the PlayStation now again since March of last no year. Way. Yeah, so I started playing it this morning. Oh, wow, you finally got yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That game for 10 years. Yeah, so I, I will see how it is. The controls are a bit fidgety at the moment because he's older, Snake. Um, right. You know, which I'm not sure I'm going to like, to be honest, because, you know, I don't know. He, like, Snake is the coolest. When you think about it, Snake is the coolest character ever in anything right and you only really get to play it as him in one game i mean he's in his, cl- at the peak of his powers you play the other clones though yeah i know but yeah. anyway yeah um, so what have you been doing so i haven't been playing that much um i've been just been kind of playing um what you call it soul caliber still yeah uh, oh yeah uh, yeah it's like enjoying uh, the storyline still <laughs> i mean it's like I do. I like that I can just go and do these different battles. But like we got a um, we got an exercise bike a couple of weeks ago. Ah, very good. So I've been trying to, and God, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to have uh, the right soundtrack for that. Oh, you know, with yeah. really, I have gaming um workout music. But even I find that like so. What, what I was doing is I was playing PlayStation while I was uh, cycling on it and stuff like that, which I found was quite good. Um, that is that's a stupid idea, Yusuf. How's that a stupid I, like, idea? Because you have no hand-eye coordination anyway. I bet you were like just not moving anything, just moving your hands, playing the game, and thinking no, you're cycling. Well, <laughs> too. But the problem was it really, uh, really brought into stark realization how long the loading time is when you're just trying to go. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have to go down when I'm fighting, but when I'm just on the black loading screen, I'm just going to go for as long as I can. It's just like wow, this is a really long loading screen. Oh, here's another loading screen. What are you loading? It's a flat map with like, you know, mm. non-animated characters. I didn't notice it that bad, to be honest. Are you sure it's not your PlayStation? Really? Maybe it is. Um, maybe it's because I have a digital version. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's what it is. Because well, I didn't find it that bad. If it is, that's quite um, interesting. But oh, actually, I want to talk to you about some gaming news. Mm, hit me. So, um, the Xbox Next Gen has uh, been released last week. Well, not released. The information about it. Not, not oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Xbox. And, What's it cost? <laughs> well, this is the thing. Xbox and Sony have been having this huge back and forth. Or Xbox and PlayStation have been having this game of chicken of who's going to release yeah. price or whatever. After the last, you know, release had such a, you know, Microsoft messed up. Sony took mm. over and then they mm. took over all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> so they were kind of, they're waiting to see. So it got leaked. So what Xbox are doing, which is quite cool, I think, the idea of it is they're releasing two Xboxes. Mm. So, it's, okay. so, so these ones are called the Xbox Series. So there's the Series S and the Series X. Oh, they're going iPhone all over. 
Kind of. It's a bit. Actually, you know, what? I heard something the other day which I thought was mad. Do you know why the Xbox 360 is called the Xbox 360? Because you can play 360 days of the year with five holidays. <laughs> You're not allowed, bro. <laughs> I don't know. It's locked on Christmas. Go spend it with your family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's because. So the Xbox, the original Xbox, was released on the same generation as the PlayStation 2. Yeah. It was called the Xbox. So when the PlayStation 3 was coming out, Xbox mm. and Microsoft didn't want to release the Xbox 2 because they were afraid it would cause confusion and people would be looking at it thinking, what am I going to buy? Am I going to buy the PlayStation 3 or the Xbox 2? They would assume that yeah, one was a fair idea. Better. But then they went on with the most confusing naming convention ever because they had Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. <laughs> mm. And now there's Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X. Whereas, you know, I don't, I don't know what's what. I don't know what's new anymore. But um, the Xbox Series S is... So it is kind of a next generation light. So it costs £250, right? Okay, yeah. Very yeah. cheap. It has, I think it has no disk drive in it. I think it's digital. Ah, I wouldn't buy that. It is, I think it's five, I think it's 500 gig, 512 gig memory. It uh-huh. is a. It, it it kind of displays things in fourteen forty p, and it kind of artificially scales it up to four k. Right? Okay. So right. what they're doing is they're trying to be really consumer friendly because they weren't at all with the last launch. So what they're mm-hmm. trying to do is they can go. You can buy this next gen console that can play things that will look excellent, basically on four k. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A lot of people don't. Well, not a lot of people. A decent chunk of people might not have in like their gaming room with their kids they might not have the big 4k tv monitor that they're playing on you know what i mean yeah if they're playing it on pc monitors as well then if it's 24 inch 26 inch you're not going to notice if it's going to be 1440 or 4k or whatever and generally depends on the monitor so they're trying to release this kind of friendlier consumer friendly one so after that got leaked they finally announced Mm. the big one the xbox series x which Mm. is going to be i think it's 350 pounds no is it 350 or 400? I'm not sure because they, they actually put up the tweet wrong twice and they had to delete it because they kept on putting up the American prices. I think oh, it's God. I think it's $399. So I guess, yeah, it's £350. I bet you it's still going to be £399 here. Well, or, no. Or euros. They're, they're trying for it. But like they, they are... So they're trying to bring this one out and trying to make it really kind of consumer-friendly as possible. But it means Sony now can see what the story is. And can decide what they're going them. to do. And they actually yeah. they released. So have you heard about their Game Pass that they're doing? I've looked at nothing with uh, PlayStation Five. No, oh, this is for Xbox fans. Sorry, for Microsoft. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no. Go so on. basically, you pay like thirty quid subscription, and you get games, and you get new games, and you like a Netflix kind of thing, but for games. Oh. You, you okay. pay what? What's less than the price of a full price game? And you yeah. get this library of games, and they recently they added EA into it, so you get loads of EA games with it. So you get like, nah. um, I think they're they're targeting, particularly with the cheaper console, more casual gamers. And I don't mean that as a slight, you know what I mean? I'm mm. not a dickhead, mm. um, because they're like, you look at the ads for it and stuff like that, and they're like, oh look, you can get this, and you can get COD, and you can get like FIFA on it, and you can get mm. NBA, and you can get like the Madden games and stuff like that. You know, these UFC games, you can get a lot of these games, which some people go and they buy them and they won't buy loads and loads of games. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're trying that, to that do side that. of the market. Exactly. And they're trying to do that because mm. Sony 
have all the exclusives. You know mm. what I mean? So they can go, so Sony can go, like we, last generation, we had Horizon Zero Dawn, we had Bloodborne, we had, you know, Last of Us. So they had these. Metal Gear. Yeah, exactly. Five. So they had these big titles that you just can't get elsewhere. I, I know eventually mm. you could get Horizon Zero Dawn, but you know what I mean? As yeah. well as like the Spider-Man game and stuff like that. They had a big, big list of exclusives. Mm-hmm. So they, so that's what they're going for. They're tying in all these contracts or whatever. But the question is, what are they going to finally sell at when it comes out? You know, are they going to go? Mm. Okay, we're going to come in at the same price as Xbox, and our um, um, our exclusive deals are going to do better. Or are they going to like? Is, that might be them taking a loss on their console, which they did with mm. the PlayStation Four, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And well, they do at the beginning, then price become cheaper and goes whatever. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. There, we're going to see what's going to come out with it. Mm. See, the thing that I always think about the Microsoft and Sony is like, yeah, they have they have a couple of IPs, but they, they have nothing compared to like Nintendo. Like Nintendo have all their own, you know, characters, all their own IPs. Mm. And like, you know, every generation you're going to get this. Yeah. Whereas with Microsoft and Sony, it's always like, oh, who's going to get that? Who's going to get this? You know, um, yeah. who's going to get exclusive well, deals. So, but and Sony have seemed to pick them. Yeah, well, I think so- Sony did it. They did a great job. I mean, the list, if you look at the list of like the highest rated and the top selling games, um, like of, like this is like 20 of them. 10 of them are PlayStation exclusives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like the others, they're not Xbox exclusives. They're available on both. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it is pretty good. Although Nintendo, like they do have their kind of big games, but their library by comparison is pretty small. It is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It Although, is. They, go yeah, on. Go on. No, I was going to say they have the history of being uh, less agreeable to third party developers than Sony and Sega and, you know, all the yeah. other companies. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that uh, Nintendo have some of their own news. Apparently, they've started telling publishers to start looking on them um, 4K games to make games for yeah. like, oh, 4K, which is the belief is they're going to release an updated Switch that's going to play 4K, which wow. it's just like hasn't really been their concern before. But I mean, like I remember people were saying you can get like Witcher 3 on the Switch and people are mm-hmm. going, how does this work on a mobile console? Yeah, like, it's insane. It's it is insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, like, I'm just so impressed by the hardware of the Switch. I really am. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Especially because yeah. like it's so thin and light. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, and then you see the size of some of these. Yeah. You know, like have you seen the size of the Series X? No. It's the biggest console I've ever seen in my life. Oh no. It looks like a, an old computer tower. Oh, forget it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I think it looks great. It probably will be more powerful than the next PlayStation. Um, but I just think Sony got better games, and so I'm, I'm yeah. Like, even if it's more expensive, I'm still gonna go for that because I just yeah. Look, it might be better value for the Xbox, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if what I think are all the best games, which are a lot of them are Japanese Japanese studios, they're gonna be tied in with with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I was thinking about recently? I I and probably from buying old consoles is that like the old kind of retro consoles that had stuff like light guns. You know, mm. like Guitar Hero guitars, you know, like uh, bongo drums with like Donkey Konga, stuff like that. You know, that's kind of a lost, you know, sector now. You know, there's not really that many, uh, you know, I would love to play a good light gun game. But see, as well, do you know why there's no light gun games at present, really? You said the CRT TVs. Before. Yeah, the CRT TVs. Like, you need to have those, with whatever that technology was in order for them to work. So, 
you know, whatever the, the when they update the TVs, like it just hasn't been a thing anymore. But I used to love playing Time Crisis, you know, House of the Dead, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they've. I don't know. Maybe they've gone. I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's no real kind of demand for them anymore. I mean, rock band and stuff like that, where you've like the full band set up with like the drums and stuff. That's not that yeah. old. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, I it can, is old. I'd say it's 10, 15 years. I was thinking it was when I was in college, but ten years ago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But um. So will we move on to Metal Gear. Yes. Let's go into it. Um, okay. So Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid Two. Quite a controversial game. Yeah, yeah, which I think. What, it, what, let me no, no. Let me ask you before you get into it. What do you remember of this game? What are your memories of it? Well, you know, why are you fond of it? I I really liked the stealth of it. Mm-hmm. I really remember that. I remember being in the tanker a lot. Yeah. I also have pretty decent memories of the of the big shell, you know. Um, yeah. But I think I remember sneaking around a lot, hiding around corners, and. Um, laser guided, um, yeah, frank shots and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, I I just I I just remember being stunned by how incredible it was, and I think the big thing was the transition from, you know, third person to being able to aim in first yeah. person, and just being able to interact with almost everything, you know. And there was all these little smart ideas and smart things they had thrown in here and there, which is just fantastic. But yeah, I do remember like just being we'll talk about it later but the conversation at the end as well it was just mess with your head but um, oh yeah yeah it's a stunning um work of engineering first time yeah it, they did a lot of things really well and like it came a long way because if you remember Mel Gear solid in the playstation snake didn't even have a face yeah <laughs> you know what i mean he was just some kind of slightly pulled in polygons and stuff like that yeah. and now like he's got stubble the rain is like bouncing off his clothes and stuff like that yeah stunning yeah yeah it like it looks great he's got like expressions and everything so yeah it went, it went a really long way um okay so i guess let's start with the with the old history and development of it so yes hideo kojima the i'm very well known um <laughs> developer who's now notorious some might say yeah well he's now left konami um after yeah a series of metal gear games um Although, like, I mean, you, you forget because we think Metal Gear Solid is the first Metal Gear, and it wasn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was making these games for a long time beforehand, but it was Metal Gear Solid that really got everybody listening. You know, I mean, enough that they call this Metal Gear Solid Two, but it's not Metal Gear Solid Two. Just well, there was a couple of other games with these characters and in this storyline before, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, was the first game called Metal Gear Solid, or was it just called Metal Gear? Metal Gear, yeah. Yeah, so it is technically Metal Gear Solid Two, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? The characters are in it for quite a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? It's the yeah. same kind of storyline, the same idea of, you know, this character, stealth character going in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so he kind of, Hideo Kojima started writing the script of this pretty much straight after finishing the first one. Mm-hmm. So the game was eventually released in 2001, I believe it was, in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So November 2001, they didn't get to EU until uh, 2002 in March. Um, it was a PlayStation exclusive uh, for yes. a good while. Eventually, they did bring out um, what they called Substance, Metal Gear Solid Substance, which uh, oh, was for really? the Xbox. <laughs> which uh, that that then came out uh, like in the EU, like 2003. So a little while later, so it wasn't that much further along. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So when uh, Hideo Kojima wrote this, he wrote this script that was like 800 pages long of like <laughs> what he wanted it to be, these different ideas, these different characters, and they started working on it straight away. 
and they kept this game quiet. Yeah. American offices knew so little about what was going on in mm-hmm. the Japanese offices, right? So um, the big thing, the big reveal was that it wasn't uh, Solid Snake, wasn't the protagonist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. A divisive decision. It was, I was just thinking about it. It seemed like a really divisive decision at the time, and people were going mad. And I mean, it was serious. Like, he did get kind of death threats and stuff like that. He did. Yeah. In later ones, he really kind of takes the piss out of Raiden. Yeah. Because he kind of has to. Um, because people just didn't like him. People wanted to play as a Solid Snake. They felt quite betrayed. And he did some things, which I'll get into, which did mm. seem to piss off. But now you look back at it, and mm. uh, people are like, yeah, it's, it's an absolutely brilliant game. Like very few is, people yeah. are there kind of going, no, no, I don't like this. This is whatever. People are like, they, they a lot more people are just look at it for what it was now instead of something else. Yeah. You could probably liken it to, uh, you know, The Last of Us 2. You know, everyone loved Joel. Mm. Everyone, you know, even, even though he wasn't a perfect character. Now, I think, you know, Snake is a much better character than, than Joel. You know, he's kind of... He, he's kind of like a, a rugged mercenary with wisdom, you know, from real life experiences of life. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's just no frills, no bullshit with him. And everyone loved him after the first game because you got so much of his personality. You got so much of his conversations, his thoughts, you know, him as a character. And then the second one, you know, that I can understand why people were disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think like snake is a bit more, I mean, he's, you know, it's Hideo Kojima. He loves films. He sees himself as a film director rather than anything else. Mm. Um, and I think Joel is a far more realistic character, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is. Because he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's flawed and he's whatever. Whereas Snake is just cool because he was meant to be yeah. cool, you know? <laughs> yeah. And if we're talking about... Okay, I'll go into some of the film references. That are in. Yeah, well, it was, it was a little cringy, I have to say, because, you know, back then I thought Snake is just the coolest bastard ever. And I still think he is. Yeah. When I was playing that this morning, like Guns of the Patriots, he's like old Snake and he's going around with this cigarette in his mouth and yeah. like he's fighting these Metal Gears and like he still has a cigarette in his mouth and he picks it back up, he drops it. Like, you know, it's like, oh, come on, put the cigarette down. It seems like that <laughs> wasn't the kind of Snake before, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. But. yeah, anyway, yeah. But uh, as, as I was saying, so he loves films. So a lot of his kind of planning and his ideas and development for this was based on films. Mm-hmm. So if you remember, the first scene um, is uh, Snake is on a bridge and he's wearing a poncho. You can't see it's him. Mm. Raining like crazy. He runs and he jumps and he lands on a tanker in a very cool mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. The style that is identical to <laughs> how um, Terminator appears in the first Terminator <laughs> film. Where yeah. in the ball of lightning... Uh, yeah, yeah, and like, and the, the the stealth suit malfunctions, which is why he's got the lightning everywhere and stuff. Yeah, which was, I mean, amazing scene a video game. You know, what yeah. a cool intro. But yeah, yeah, it was meant to be like that. So Snake's real name is David, you yeah. know, which apparently was kind of named from David Hayter. Was kind of where they got the idea from. Who still does mm-hmm. the voice of Snake in this game? Um, and Otacon, uh, they call him Hal. His name is mm-hmm. Hal, and that is named. They get those ideas from 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah. The characters are Hal and, and Otacon. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Hal and David. And yeah. this next one, I cannot believe I missed it. I think it's so yeah. obvious. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. With Raiden, whose yeah. name is, code name is Jack. And he looks a little bit like another Hollywood actor, actually, now that you think about it. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And, um, the love interest, Rose, is Titanic. Yeah. Like, it's, if anybody says Jack and Rose to me, 
immediately yeah. from Titanic. I did not take, get it from the game at all. I cannot no. believe I didn't call it. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, it looks like you've ruined some of my quiz questions already. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to have to be thought on the fly again. Good. Okay. You're terrible when you take on the fly. <laughs> I'm going to have a question of the South Korean release of this game. Yeah, I think so. Piss you off. <laughs> um, while I'm at it, I'll go for one more. Um, and, yeah, go on. Go on, yeah. So when in the main game, uh, Snake is undercover and he goes by the name of Pliskin. And Snake Pliskin is the name of the character uh, from Escape, uh, Escape to New York? Escape from New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is... Iroquois. Yeah, yeah. What right. a name. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, which is just a thing of Hideo Kojima loves films. He always has done. And, and, and But this is cinematic in a really good way. Yeah, there seems to be a running theme here, Hideo, and I might have to slowly put you in, in, in you know, in the category of uh, Nobuo Uematsu. <laughs> You've ripped all this stuff from movies. You like, um, it is man because I mean, I never, I mean, I still haven't never, haven't seen two thousand one Space Odyssey. Um, I have to say, it's a great movie. And I mean, I mean, I've seen Terminator and I've seen Titanic, of course, and stuff like that. Um, mm. But like I I I don't see them as being like ripoffs of them. Like you know, I no, feel like, I know. I'm just yeah. yeah. He gets the little right parts of. But anyway, sorry. We should go back but to. Actually, the, sorry, go on. Before you go on, uh, in in relation to the movie um, references that you're talking about, and the fact that um, you know, uh, the, the, in the marketing and in the development, they hid the fact that you're playing as Raiden. Yes. And um, do you know they did that in Terminator Two as well? Did they? Yeah, they want. Oh. They didn't in the marketing. They didn't want to show you that Arnie was a good guy, so they just oh, showed wow. scenes with him. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you, he he robbed that too. <laughs> you don't really. Oh, that's actually really good because in the first like in Terminator Two, when he shows up and he's got the gun in the box of roses. Yeah, he's yeah. Coming towards her, and she doesn't know, and she like freaks out and drops to the floor and stuff like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what's happening? And then he's actually there to save her, which is a great yeah. reveal moment, which is, you know, I mean, you don't get that with Raiden. <laughs> yeah, true. You don't really get that. But yeah, so the main thing is they wanted, they wanted you as the player to look at Snake as the hero. Uh, so yeah. he wasn't going to, you know, so you could see what he was like instead of playing as him. Also, I kind of feel like they got this kind of after the point they didn't like the idea or they thought it was weird if you were playing a snake and you're getting explained and you have to go through all these tutorials and stuff like that mm. where they're kind of going like oh you need to do this you need to do whatever or press yeah. the action button and stuff like that yeah exactly like snake already knows all that stuff yeah we should say that's just a, a pure coincidence that's the name of our podcast uh, <laughs> extremely loosely based on, on on that game but no i think that's a really good idea because um snake is so damn cool to see for him from another perspective of someone who's less experienced and oh i don't know snake is just a legendary character you know he's like I, there's no one like him yeah he's a he's a very cool character um He's just, I don't know, yeah, he just works really well. I don't know what it is. It's just really good writing, I guess. That, you mm. know, he just seems great. Um, so, do you know what the budget for this game was? Do we, I want to no. have a guess. Oh, I didn't. Uh, God, I never think about budget of a game. Mm. Um, Six million? Ten million dollars. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So and Back then as well. Yeah, I know, in, in the early 2000s. Um, oh, also, this game was going to be released, much like Grand Theft Auto, 
but going to be released at an earlier point, but got delayed because of September 11th, and they had to change ah. some of the content as well. Yeah. At the end, they were going to have Arsenal Gear crash into Manhattan and have like the Empire State Building end up somewhere else. Kind of similar to Planet of the Apes, <laughs> I think. Mm. Um, <laughs> but... And also, apparently, they had to change the way Raiden's name was written because they yeah. have, whatever, they have two kind of characters in Japan and one of them kind of looked like Osama. Yeah, one was, it, it, they changed it, I think, to Kanji. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, of, yeah, yeah. apparently it was a bit kind of close to it. Which is just there, just like, look, let's just save ourselves some bother and, you know. Yeah. Use. Which actually, it's, it's something that's kind of happened with ISIS because, because um, you know, like ISIS is a, like, Egyptian god. Yeah. So a lot of different things they put, you know, they're they like, oh, we'll take this and we'll stick a name on a lot of stuff. And then a lot of them are just like, right, well, our entire branding is now destroyed and we have to oh, yeah. change this thing. It's um, like the band, the Coronas as well. Yeah. Or do you see Corona, like, drink, like their stocks drop massively and stuff like that? I don't understand. Yeah. But it's not people related. Associ- <laughs> I know it's not related, but people associate it with that word now. So, you know. God. Um. So you were saying that he hid the fact that um, Raiden was in the game. Even did it to the point where in E3 demos, mm-hmm. they showed kind of fake scenes and also some where they swapped out Raiden's character model with Snake. So there's been the main game where Raiden fights Fortune and they have Snake doing that in a trailer. Um, and they also have one where Snake is on a, a bridge fighting Harrier Jet. That doesn't really happen at all. It's Raiden fights Harrier Jet, but on a completely different bridge in a completely different setting. So, mm-hmm. which I think is like, I think it came from a genuine place. You know what I mean? Like he, he wanted it to be a real surprise. He wanted to do whatever, but people yeah. just didn't really like riding. No, they didn't. And I was listening to voice clips of him this morning as well. And at the start, you know, I, I kind of don't really like him. I mean, I like him now and I can play as him no problem. And I, I didn't have a problem really at the start uh, when yeah. we got it first. But, you know, you know, the start where um, Colonel's like, or he's like, I've done 300 VR missions. He's like, I feel like some kind of a legendary uh, mercenary. You know, it was just his voice. I think it maybe it's the voice acting. Mm. You know, he sounds too young. Um, you know, and that's and, the idea, though. He's meant to be young, and you're meant to go. You're meant to look at him and be like, "What VR missions? Snakes done actual missions." You know, Snake but I'm I'm talking young, young. I'm talking like he sounds like a teenager, young, not you know, twenty one mm. or whatever. I mean, whoever teenagers and twenty one year olds sound quite alike you know i think it's well, like yeah. you know you're 21 you think you're older and then you look back at a picture of yourself when you're like 24 you're like i am a baby <laughs> <laughs> got big fat cheeks and stuff like yeah it. <laughs> it's like like well grew up, like yeah. <laughs> um so a couple of other things just that um Hideo Jima did he gave everybody a, a notebook and told mm-hmm. them to write down an idea for it and stuff like that every single day every day at the end of it he would go through it and he got some ideas through it that's where he got the idea for what I think is one of the best things about this game, which mm-hmm. is that you can spy around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can shoot around the corner, like, which was somebody just had an idea for it. And somebody else also put forward the idea of the freeze spray to like. Yeah. I mean, that's a great little thing. It's so much mm-hmm. fun to use in the game. You, and you can use it for multiple things. Yeah. Like it's spraying in the guard's eyes or, you know. It's, it's, Get rid it's of the great. bugs and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. It is very, it's very cleverly done. Um, a couple of other like firsts that this game had, which was just they wanted it to be really new and just feel really just clever and stuff like that. So one thing was all the guards have radios. You can yeah. shoot the radio 
and the guy will try and cough it back up and it won't work, which is just brilliant. Like it's, it is tactical play. The idea of, mm-hmm. okay, I need to knock this off or knock off the security system. They've got the AI is, is stunning in this game. Excellent. Really yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And like, it's, they, you know, the way they will check certain areas, they will see a shadow on the ground. They will see the light from your gun and stuff like that. You know, um, they won't just kind of, they will patrol around in a more realistic way, which is a big thing that he wants to get into this game. Yeah. Um, which means you have to do some things like you um, can hold up the guards, you mm-hmm. know, some of them will try and like, not don't shoot them. me. Yeah. Some of them will be afraid. Um, if you shoot them in the head, they'll have a weak spot and they will like either die quicker or fall asleep quicker. Um, first person aiming was something they brought to this game, which I can't believe that wasn't in the first game. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. Like you really good control, and that means you can also do stuff like you know you can aim at weak spots. You can aim and shoot at like a pipe, and steam will come out. You can shoot mm. fruit that will explode. Like yeah. it is just you know you can shoot like a a pot that's hanging in the kitchen, and it'll make a different noise and everything like yeah. that. <laughs> it was just it's really clever this game. You know? It was like uh, Kojima was just like, "What would happen if I shoot that?" <laughs> like, yeah. That was like everything was based around that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's so innovative. It's like, well, what if I shot this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but it's but, the only way you can react with the world, really, apart from punching or kicking. So that's yeah, that's true. Um, I'll let you do the story later on because <sighs> it is a. I'm con- looking forward, and I'm going to leave you on a timer because it. Is- <laughs> you can't it's just it is mental but what's weird is i don't dislike this game i really like this game yeah i love this game but like snake's a better character i I definitely agree with that um i don't mind riding he's okay um but snake's a better character the storyline is mental i like there's some bits i don't understand what's going on at all Mm. so back and forth and everything like that it's got (laughs) that huge lore behind the scenes of things yeah Wow, she really is Lady Luck. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she's dodging bullets. It's like, all right, that's a good explanation. We'll just accept that and move on. <laughs> the character as well, of just like vamp. It's like, I'm sorry, what is he? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, Fat Man is like a bomb expert. And he wears, he's maybe he's a bit eccentric for a video game or a film. Okay, whatever. So this dude is literally be a vampire. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody- world like he can walk on water yeah it's just like don't know why he's flamenco sh- dancing yeah you shoot him in the head he's fine <laughs> yeah yeah um well uh, you you know i don't want to really get into this but you know one of the theories about this game what? the vr theory but the whole game is a vr i never heard illusion. this yeah it, it's and apparently there's things in this that point to it like when 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 snake is recalling things and telling Raiden he has like a famas in the tanker and he mm. never had a famas in the real um in the real in the game in fact oh, you can't yeah. even get the famas in this game it's in the first game yeah um and um there's things at the start where like um the colonel is talking to um when the colonel is talking to Raiden that kind of point that that's what i was saying to you, that that you know there's arguments that it's philosophical rather than you know that there's 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 layers because apparently kojima was going to make this his last metal gear game that he made right and he left it hanging but yeah i I can't remember all the things off but there's a huge uh community that have this concept that the whole game is supposed to be a vr right and not real 
Well, surely that doesn't work when you go to the other ones, though. Only when you go to the fourth one, but then you have to also look at it from the perspective of if Kojima thought this was his last game, then it could have still very easily been a VR mission. Okay, maybe retroactively he decided to go. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, one confusing thing about the storyline is apparently a note from the initial 800-page document is that every character lies or betrays to someone once, which means at one point, every character's like, no, that's not the truth, or, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm actually double-crossing you, or I'm an agent, or I'm a double agent, and stuff like that, or I was double-crossing you, but now my hand, which now controls me, is double-crossing me, so. That was, that is one of the best things ever. I was like reading reading the story this uh, quickly, and it was like, you know, and uh, the will of Liquid Snake takes over Otacon. It's like, what, the will? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, why? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Why does he have that power? Like, you know, does, <laughs> you know, does the old but, big boss have that power? <laughs> but you have heard about people that get like um, transplants from somebody who's dead, who died, and all of a sudden they start liking the music they liked, or they start liking a sport that the dead person liked and stuff like that. That's a real phenomenon. Wow. Yeah. Surely that's more psychological than you know no i don't think so because they don't know that i saw this documentary on them before and like this person never knew who they were never knew anything about them and then all of a sudden they started getting really into jazz music and uh, then they went to find the mother or whoever was a relative and they found this guy was a jazz fanatic wow stuff like that. that's weird yeah. so that maybe was loosely based on that you know kojima's like why does he get his english accent <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, you think you have all of uh, Revolver Ocelot's body. It's only the arm, but the arm is powerful enough to take over everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, control the brain. Um, which is just, I mean, the, this game is, it's ridiculous, you know? Like, it's its quite absurd. What it does. But it's fine. I don't mind that. It's grand, you know? Yeah, really that's, that's the thing. It's a video game. And like, it, 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 it breaks the fourth wall all the time. But yeah. you kind of expect it of Metal Gear. Like, you know, it's kind of led you by hand through the first game where these characters are not really like, you know, Psycho Mantis. You can fly and stuff, you know, and yeah. like you're kind of get used to it at the stage. And when the second one comes along, you're kind of like, yeah, I can accept that, you know? Yeah, yeah. It does like, I still feel like, yeah, I guess you don't really know how to explain Psycho Mantis. I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, what's the, what's the real difference, I guess? Yeah. Um. Another thing about uh, Raiden, once again, I feel like this is something that he kind of said after the fact, uh, you know, about a reason for Raiden. Apparently, when there were some female debuggers were working on uh, the first uh, Metal Gear Solid game, they were saying that um, the game wasn't made for them. And Kojima heard this. So he taught Raiden a more, you know, boy band, good looks kind of character that appealed right. to gamers. I feel like he I said afterwards, especially with some other things he said. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Snake is a pretty attractive guy. So, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'd imagine he'd be pretty popular with the ladies. I mean, he's basically, he's basically based on, like, you know, other attractive male leads. So, you yeah, know, I don't. Exactly. I so, don't know yeah. what the difference is. Um, yeah, so but this game, it had a lot of kind of controversy, you know, but think of, like, did they lie to people? Did they hide stuff? Whatever. But it broke so many grounds with, like, the interplay of what you can do, the way you can sneak around, the way you can hide bodies and stuff like that was really, mm. really good. You, you know, um, just the intelligence of the different kind of missions and stuff. Like you have to find and disarm these bombs, but you can only find them with this sensor. And then you have to find someone with this microphone where you have to dress up as a guard to do it and everything. Mm. Just, I love that. You know, the underwater bits and stuff like that, which I mean, I always hate underwater missions and games. Mm -hmm. but 
Mm. It worked quite well, you know, of just, it was so different in everything you did. And then, you know, you get the samurai sword and everything, which is great. Absolutely yeah. Great. The, the battle at the end is something that's stuck in my head forever. Yeah. You know, so, on top of that building, I don't know the name of the building. Sorry if we have American listeners. I know it's pretty big. Yeah, Congress yeah. or something, is it? I don't know. But, um, you know, on top of the building with Solidus and just your, your swords. Oh, amazing. Right. So, so epic. There's so much of this game I remember. Like, and I like you can play through. I saw a speedrunner do the tanker and the big shell mission in, I think it was an hour 25 minutes to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's skipping all the sequences and that those take a lot. But I also remember really replaying this game again and again. Yeah, same. Same. I went back to it so many times and stuff like that. Yeah. You learn different routes, you learn how what guards do, and you know, you learn sometimes that actually there's just this area here is completely unguarded at this moment, so I can just sneak through like this. Or you learn to be mm-hmm. a little bit bolder and stuff like that. But it's just um so many bits of it I remember really well. And do you remember in this game you can catch a cold? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in the, you're in like the cold areas for too long, you can like sneeze. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to get cough medicine, and then you can let give off your location by sneezing at, at yeah. you know at an inopportune time. It's just so cool. Like, who gets a cold in a video game? You know. You can also slip on bird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can good. shoot the birds. Like, there are so many lines of dialogue in this game that are like optional, or you would never discover if you weren't like yeah. messing around with stuff. And there is a. F- fine amount of creepiness as well we should say looking back at some of this yes yeah i mean like yeah i, I don't know if in the tanker mission we are doing that and you can take photos of women or whatever because uh, there's yeah. we, we should say there's posters of women all over the place and they're not like naked but like you know they're just like they're pinup you know posters. yeah they're pinup girls yeah whatever whatever they're called and um you can take photos and then like your mission at the start of the tanker is to get photos of metal gear ray mm. and um and if you take photos of the girls and then you, you upload it to Otacon, he's like, I'll just make it back about this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, like yeah, go on, sorry. When you're younger, you're just like, oh, whatever. But you're a bit older, like, oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Raiden can like take picture of one of the hostages up her skirt and stuff. And then, yeah. Ro- and then Rose calls in. She's like, what are you doing, you monster? Like, you know. <laughs> Which, I mean, at least he's getting berated for it. Yeah, I know, like a, but the, yeah. there's a lot of creepiness in this game. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a bit weird. Um, I guess that's kind of it for the development of it. This, um, like a lot of the things they were able to do and able to push to the first console, like the tanker mission with the rain was a big thing they wanted to do, the amount of particles they had, the water bouncing off things, um, the way it bounced off like snake's shoulders when he's standing outside and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. The way like surfaces were reflective in the water and everything like that. Do you know how they did that? No, no, go on. So rendering reflections, and it's quite often in video games when you see like a mirror. Whoa, whoa, slow down there, kid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, go on. All right, um, but yeah, so basically reflections are really difficult for a computer to work out, to work out accurately, because it changes and a reflection in these things, they work They work realistically. So uh, as in it, the physics of a light bouncing off something and how it affects. And it will actually light up an area if, you know, like a mirror does in real life. Hmm. So that's quite difficult to do. So if you up like how reflective a substance is, you know what I mean? Like 100% would be a mirror. Um, but like a shiny marble floor would be, you know, like maybe 50%. You know, you can kind of see yourself in it. Okay. Very confused. <laughs> Get anyway, to the point. <laughs> it, that, that's more difficult for the computer to render. That's more difficult okay. for the game to handle. Yeah. Now you're did, talking my language. Yeah. So what they did was 
they just made the floor a little bit transparent and just made a complete duplicate of all the geometry underneath it. So when you're walking through a shiny reflective floor in that game, mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. seeing a reflection of snake in the thing. There's actually another snake double, like certain ah. of geometry underneath the floor, moving at the same time as him and stuff like that. That's cool. So it's a really clever, um, a cheap in as in CPU cheap way of showing mm-hmm. what's going on. So it's just it's Very cool, you know, and it just has that feeling of oh, this is real and this game looks so good. How did yeah. I get that? And other games couldn't do that because. They try to do it the real way, which is very hard to do. So they just fake it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do remember like now it's kind of hard to think because you're so used to like whatever it is, nearly 20 years of video games since then. Mm-hmm. But how incredible it was at the time, how interactive it was. I just remember like playing the tanker over and over and over again, you know, yeah. just because it was just incredible. Yeah. So do you want to go for the storyline or you want to do anything else? Oh, God, I could say a little prayer here before I do this because it's just, <laughs> I'm God giving... help me. I'm giving you a timer for my sake and the listener's sake, okay? So you've got Ugh. you've got ninety seconds. Okay. Right. right, so Solid Snake um is infiltrating the tanker to take photos of Metal Gear Ray. Okay, that's at the start. Um uh and then the tanker um sinks and then there's an oil spill. Uh two years later they used uh, they erected the big shell to clear up the oil spill, I think. Am I right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then President, the President, President Johnson, um, comes uh, on board to do a tour of uh, the Big Shell uh, when he's taken by um, hostages, uh, where he's taken hostage by uh, terrorists, and then Foxhounds uh, Raiden is ordered by the Colonel to rescue the hostages and disarm the terrorists. Um, and um, he, while he's there, he obviously finds Snake and uh, Peter Stillman who is later killed. Then he meets Otacon as well. Um, but Raiden uh, is, sorry, Snake helps Raiden to disarm uh, bombs that are placed around by Fat Man. Um, Johnson reveals that uh, to Raiden that the United States is actually a sham uh, staged by an organization called the Patriots, who secretly rule the country. Um, and the big shell is also a facade to hide Marcino Gear, <laughs> which is a submersible mo- mobile fortress that houses an AI called GW. Or DW, as we say here. Um, Ten seconds. <laughs> uh, you're you're putting me under pressure. Uh, and then a, a, a clone named uh, Solid and Snake. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Liberian Civil War. Digital Era. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so a couple of things. The Colonel is an AI. He's talking to you all along. Yeah. Solid and Snake is another clone of, like Liquid and Solid Snake. He was the former president. He was also the stepfather. <laughs> he, he was also the adoptive father. <laughs> you just say that. It's so funny. He was the former president of the United States of America. <laughs> he, was, he was the former adoptive father of Raiden. He was yeah. right and stuff like that. Um, there is so much just like confusing things of like Ocelot is there and then Liquid Snake kind of comes back and controls him. So he kind of goes against him. It's just the the Patriots have been dead for two hundred years. <laughs> so, yeah. so the Patriots are this organization that apparently have ruled the world, um, and we find out at the end that they well they seem to be an AI, um, which is interested. And this is so ahead of its time. Yeah, it was interested in controlling. Uh, the media controlling the thoughts of people. Uh, you know, giving a kind of. Um, 
discourse isn't the word, but giving them a kind of a bubble to live in that they can decide what what is okay or not to consume. Mm-hmm. Um, and they believe they are the right ones to do that because they're not um you know affected by what hum as imperfect humans we are mm-hmm. um emma emmerich who is otacon's half sister mm-hmm. no not half sister stepsister who for some reason uh he seems to have a relationship with um uh, uploads a virus to destroy this but only gw is destroyed uh leaving um the colonel and rose ai to talk in a weird freakish way but um, yeah, the, the, and the whole purpose of the game is allegedly to uh, get data to uh, make a soldier yeah. um, as good as a snake or whatever or better. And as well as that, it's also to see how far a human will go to follow orders, even when they're kind of ridiculous. There's a lot of real, yeah, there's a lot of real thought and kind of goes into it. Like the first Metal Gear Solid is really anti-nuclear war and stuff and anti-nuclear yeah, weapons. Yeah. Um, and Kojima does put that stuff into it. Other things to mention in that that were messed out were there is Olga, who was ninja, who was trying to save her son, who was taken hostage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the there's a really weird bit where the AI kernel starts malfunctioning, and you know the most talking. memorable part in any game for me ever, and the one that actually like freaked me out. I remember playing that for the first time at like eleven or twelve at night, and I was a teenager, and I was like. Oh, yeah. like you know the, the walls are about to start melting like i'm about to lose my mind because you've played this game for so long and you have a relationship with this character and then at the end they're completely they change yeah you know and he's telling you to turn off it's like haven't you played long enough and stuff like yeah that? exactly just go home right and i can take it from here yeah yeah yeah. it's like what's going on this yeah game? yeah it's a really weird thing um all right do you have anything else to add first what the game or the story <laughs> Well, I guess is there anything else you want to say before we even kind of move on to music and stuff? Um, no, well, I, I do. I wanted to talk a bit about the gameplay as well. Um, Sorry, you course. know, yeah, the elements that were different. So as we said, that the difference between Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two was, um, you know, the first person perspective was a huge thing, and uh, what that allowed you to do, as well as that, you could also drop. You can look around corners now. Uh, you can drop from ledges, and you can also like which is i just thought such a cool thing to put it if you do enough pull-ups your grip strength will increase to the next level yeah you know which is such a cool idea to put in um what else did i have there um yeah so you could yeah, we were talking about the spray you could have the spray you could shoot uh pieces of fruit and you can blind guard uh blind the guards by steam as you were saying yusuf you can walk slowly which you couldn't do in the first one so oh, yeah. you know not not to give yourself off um there's like oh, different floor panels, which they're louder and stuff. So you need to sneak over them because that will let guards know that you're there and everything. Like, Yeah. And you can hide in lockers. And when you do that, it goes into like this first person perspective. And then you can hear your heart bumping yeah. as they're, as guards near you and stuff. And also, strangely, you can kiss posters by going up to them. Which is, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. It's a little creepy, but anyway. Um, what else can you do? You can shoot the enemy's radio, as you just said, so they can't communicate. Um, and yeah, you can... Uh, oh yeah, we forgot to say that, you know, if you kind of get in a, in a firefight and you, you don't hide, the uh, soldiers will eventually come in with shields and stuff. You remember that, right, right, right here? And they were yeah, much harder that, to like, beat. The fact they called in backup and then they were, like, they... If they saw you immediately the alarm moved to the highest level and stuff like that and yeah it's just like they were much harder to deal with and like 
the fear of hiding in a locker looking out and just seeing them like walk back and forth across the thing and it's like yeah and sometimes if there was a sign or if you know you got in there too quickly and they saw you um then they would you know they'd look in the locker and you're like shit then you have to start all over again yeah but i I remember many many times where like they were just about to open your locker and then the alert timer went down you're like (laughs) you know it's like oh it's fantastic um yeah so what else have i got to say about this game apart from that um yeah made a huge impact on me um as we're saying because of the story and the themes of the story i always remember like playing metal gear solid one and when they were shown like real life uh video clips of of like nuclear bombs stuff going off you're like oh yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy because as a kid you're thinking why are why are the, the grown-ups spending this much money on, on these missiles and stuff you know yeah. um and it was really like i think the thing about that kojima does that he, he, he typically trans you know he he he, he what transcends he transcends gaming mm. um to be more than just a, a you know a one-on-one experience with a console and a tv it's a thought experience with your thoughts it's, it's an experience with your motivations an experience with your values and yeah. you think about it you know post the game you think about the characters and i've said this you know in our we did we did a metal gear one podcast years and years ago and that we didn't release or anything but we were saying that there's an atmosphere about metal gear you know it's like it's it's something that i i always find that if i don't play it for a year or two i miss it and Mm. i want to get back into it you know it's like i find it hard to explain it's like if you ever read a good novel you're kind of like in this bubble in the world and you're inside that atmosphere with those characters metal gear is very much like that it's a very much immersive uh, and the story in the world almost I should say yeah the world is really involving it's like a fantasy world almost but and 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 uh, yeah stunning stunning game yeah I think one thing is that like you know you, you, your idea of it being like a world or its own kind of feeling and stuff like that it is it's very few kind of games or films or whatever when you like remember so much about it and so much about the characters and like what they look like and their names Cause, you know sometimes you're watching a film and you're just like oh yeah your man the brother he did the thing or whatever but this time we're just like yeah it's Otacon and it's Olga and it's the colonel and it's Raiden and you know Rose and like we know who they are we know stuff they do with it like I'm there I'm not kind of going oh who was that character what did he do like you know I know like mm. the alternative names to these people and stuff like that whereas yeah you know, if it's something like like Game of Thrones or something which I really like which has a load of characters and I know it's different because that has a lot more characters you spend a little less time with it but like I've watched six seasons of that. I'm like, your man, mm. the Onion Knight. I don't know what his name is. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, the, the, you know, I don't know that kind of thing. But these characters seem so real. And, you know, and I think Kojima gets a bit of a tough time now. And kind of rightfully so, because he did stuff like he got rid of David Hayter, apparently for some kind yeah. of selfish enough reasons. He um, put himself into the game and stuff like that. Mm. He, He's a bit egotistical, I think, for yeah. sure. I think so. Um, then there is some stuff about uh, Death Stranding, which I haven't played yet. So I, I, I'm not going to be harsh on it, but some people were kind of wondering of, you know, has he gone a bit too far? You know, some people love yeah. that game. So, you know, I'm not going to have an opinion on it till I, till I get to play it. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, you look back at these old games, you're like, God, he was brilliant. And like, this is has some very different stuff to Metal Gear Solid 1. Metal Gear Solid 3 is also like a completely different game, you know? Yeah. So he just, he has made some excellent things and he does it with some pretty serious, you know, um, teams as well. 
Yeah, I think, uh, and also part of the development of this, apparently his marriage was nearly over because he was spending so much time on this game, you know. Um, yeah, he was near divorce, but um, yeah, I think he does try and take take it from the artistic route. And I think Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3 are just masterpieces, in my opinion, as is Metal Gear Solid 1, but that they were limited by the hardware. Looking back at it now, it hasn't aged as well, but yeah. the characters. And the big thing that we should say about this game as well, as was the first game and the third. The voice acting is, is fantastic. Yeah. And I think Ryden's isn't great, to be honest, but, you know, David Hayter is a great voice actor. And when I was playing Metal Gear Solid 4 this morning, I could see, you know, immediately it was like a Hideo Kojima game. And then, yeah. of course, the next name that was up was David Hayter, yeah. you know? And I don't think he, he liked that, you know? But um, I think it's, he, uh, he wanted yeah. to work. He wanted to be a director. He wanted to work with Phil. He did, Harris. yeah. Which is why he got Kiefer Sutherland to do the voice. Yeah. And he gave him a stupid saying. I hate a saying now. Do you know what it is? No. Kept you waiting, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. What does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he just, he seems to have gone a bit self-aware, maybe. Uh, But Mm. yeah, I don't know. I I, I think David Hayter did such a great job. And yeah, I just say the stuff was really good. One other thing I want to talk about is to get realism right, they did Mm. really detailed mocap of like the guards walking, they got like SWAT team, you know, experts in so that they, you know, dropped down from the rope properly and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They ran the right way. They checked around corners the right way and stuff like that. So like it was, it looked, it had that extra feel to it because it wasn't, okay, this guard's on a control. So you make him hold a gun and he'll walk over there and walk back. They're like, no, they will walk like this. They will do this symbol. They will turn around like this. And it was just, you know, pretty standard stuff now. But well, this game is what over twenty years old? Oh no, yeah, yeah nearly about twenty years old. Two thousand and one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's right. um. I wanted to say a few things about uh, interacting with the environment that I remember um that I didn't include. But um, if you remember the part that started this game where you had uh, he was around the corner and you saw this big shadow on the wall of Vulcan Raven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you call Otacon, he's like, it, it, you know, it's like it can't be. He he he, he died, you know. And like uh, yeah. Snake is like, yeah, but you know. It could, and then you'll turn around. And it's this little action figure yeah, yeah, against yeah. Uh, against uh, uh, a torch, like yeah. shining its shadow. And like if you shoot it, he like does his action toy, and he actually shoots out pellets. Yeah. I remember one thing being really impressive that as the pellets don't disappear, so like he keeps firing them out and out out out, and then like the floor just gets full of them. Yeah, yeah, and you know, so off the wall, like they're real particles that really. Yeah, yeah, which is just a really great idea. Um, and if you remember, like, uh, particularly in the tanker where you go into one part of it and there's this glass, if you like, you shoot it once, it doesn't shatter and you shoot two times, it doesn't shatter, but it, you start seeing the cracks and you shoot it three or four times and the whole thing just kind of, you know, goes on that frosted effect and it all just falls down, smashes. Oh, wait, I don't remember this. Yeah, that was, it was stunning. Like, you know, it was the first time I ever saw that in, uh, then you had, um, then you had like you know there was a bar in the in the tanker as well and you could shoot every single bottle on it yeah yeah you know? um then you could uh shoot frying pans as you said to make the sounds you could hold up guards and there were times where some soldiers would be listening to music they would have their headphones on they would be like dancing yeah. and you could just go past them yeah there were times where some of them were smelly and they had flies flying around them <laughs> um you could use the directional microphone to hear all kinds of things yeah. you know like the soldiers in the toilet talking to themselves you know um you could uh if you remember at the start where you're doing the tanker level 
if there's so many optional things and that if you go really quickly to the end where the guy's talking mm-hmm. he's going to talk to all the soldiers all the soldiers are in their underpants yeah 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 it's like they haven't gotten ready in time <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah it's like every single one of them didn't put on their underpants in time they just stand there in their boxers there's a also one thing there's like in that bit so the soldier this, this colonel is giving her whatever uh, a, a speech and they're all listening to her and there's like a projector that they're looking at you can yeah. see the projector to the other side and they will all turn and look at it and it's just yeah. like the, the, the like the genius of going you know this is a real world thing you can interact with you know yeah this yeah is make it easier whereas most games just like can i interact with that thing it's like no of course not that would be yeah to do and you don't need to do it and it's whatever but in this game you can do it and it's just it just uh, you know, when you figure that out you're just like this feels like a tactical decision you know yeah definitely and uh, that part as well you, if you press it enough times you could put i don't know if you have to collect something maybe you do you put on a video of a japanese girl <laughs> I didn't know on that. one on one of the screens and all the soldiers just look at that one and they stop looking at the the uh, whatever <laughs> the sergeant on the right side and then there's another part of this if you remember where he's where the, where the guy talking is like hey intruder behind you and like you know and it's he's not talking about snake but he's just saying you better be prepared if something like oh, that happens yeah, in the yeah, real yeah. world and he's like okay time for some stretching look to the left look to the right and like they're moving their heads left and right you know yeah, and, but i remember that but that was brilliant and yeah scary if you took too long yeah, like, you know? exactly um but you had multiple ways to get to metal gear as well like you go under the ground you can go over and i think you actually have to strengthen your grip in order to make it over one of these places first uh-huh. it's really really clever um what else uh, yeah you, you could get sea lice on your rations if you're on the floor yeah and then you, you have to shake, shake them off, them off yeah yeah um yeah um let me see yeah you can slip on bird crap as you say and you there's a really funny weird one but like if you stand in front of urinal and you call the colonel uh, he's like rosa look away uh, you know <laughs> like he's like riding is busy and then it just rides like ah <laughs> and then and then if you bend down in front of the urinal and call She's like, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you doing? He's like, you're really into some weird stuff, Ryden. But, uh, and, then, and then he's like, but, uh, and then but he's like, uh, but uh, I can't say I blame you. <laughs> he's, like, he, he's just like a creep, you know, himself. But um, if you, you do other stuff, like if you start slapping around the hostages, the colonel starts calling, he's like, I strongly disapprove. So like, just, the, you know, as you said earlier on, there's a dialogue you could not hear. You know what I mean? But they record this. So, you know, it's just, and it, it brings weight to what you're doing. You know yeah. Because I mean? it's just like, yeah. oh, I'm just hitting this AI or whatever. It's like, oh, oh, the colonel's mad at me now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And we should say that, um, I, do you have anything else before I move on to music? I do want to go into, I'd like to introduce a new section of the. Oh, uh, I'm excited. Uh, of dickhead reviews, which I have named the call of the dickheads. Dickhead reviews? As in, yeah. As in reviews? What? No, not us. Oh, okay. Dickheads who have reviewed the game. Ah. So if you here's a little That's a good thing. part. <laughs> uh, this Metacritic's finest. <laughs> oh. Here is a review um, that was left by anonymous MC, who gave, <laughs> um, gave the game zero out of ten. Ah. Uh. He said, "I hated this game." And I'm going with the rest of the other brutally honest people here and tell you straight up this game sucks. I wanted to write the people responsible for this game and tell them exactly how gay the end was. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm I'm currently running around naked on this game that never seems to end. When where am I supposed to go now? Wait, you know what? I don't care because I hate this game and I'm tired of hearing how the colonel was a North American fireworm in his past life. What? My only, my only last wish. <laughs> <laughs> My only last wish is that there were numbers lower than zero so I could give this one a lower score. So, Oh my God. That is from somebody who clearly didn't finish the game, got yeah. frustrated at what is a very small section of him running around naked, but decided to leave a review. Um, here, I think the writing said, yeah, go on, go on. Here's another one. I've only got two more, don't worry. Here's another one from Alicia D, who gives it a zero out of 10. Says, no game is zero out of 10. This is violent and teaches children it is okay to play with guns and killing people. Thank you. Okay, for your, thank you for your input, Alicia. Here's one. Um, she needs that for every gun game on the, on the PlayStation. Yes, it's like, <laughs> uh, from Kyle B. Who he, Kyle, in fairness, gave this game a 3 out of 10. Why do they call this Metal Gear Solid? The game has no snake whatsoever. For the... <laughs> It does. <laughs> For the first 15, 20 minutes, you're snake. Immediately going back on what he just said. After that, you take control of a very womanly character named Raiden. <laughs> this character slaps people instead of punching and has a huge emotional attachment to Rose, which is something he has a problem with, apparently. Uh, one of the most annoying female love interests I have ever seen in the game. Raiden never once cracked a joke. <laughs> <laughs> He has some of the most ugly hair ever. <laughs> I agree with that one. And instead of using a bandana, he uses wigs. He sounds like he has a cold. <laughs> he has almost no physical definition, looking like a 10-year-old boy. So, Okay. So these are the kind of people who are giving it a, a, a 0 out of 10 and stuff. What year was, were those reviews left? Like they, like they were like 2002, like two nice, okay. came out. There was some where there were more recent ones, and some guys just like I never played the original. But this game is terrible and stuff like that. And <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> People have their vested interests to to rate a game zero. No game is zero. Yeah, except no maybe the ET one. Like yeah, like a game for a zero means it has to be broken. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like really, really broken. Yeah. But like this game is a zero out of ten because it's violent. <laughs> Game's not ready for kids, by the way. Kids shouldn't be playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course not. Yeah. Actually it reminded me there, I don't know why, but um another part of the argument that this game was in VR was one of the ridiculous parts where Snake was uh unlimited ammo. He points to his bandana. Oh it's like, yeah, wow. if you need, if you need some bullets, it's no problem. Like, you know? Yeah, that's really that's for people who don't know if you um one of the perks you could get from in the game if you did in a certain time or got a certain number of name tags you got the bandana which gave you unlimited ammo which is a great yeah. fourth wall breaking thing exactly yeah but it's a weird thing to say isn't it in, in a Very game it's supposed to be real but again it's Metal Gear so you never know there was one more sorry one more comment I didn't get the whole comment on it but just somebody who had the line of uh, who gave it a 0 out of 10 said that Raiden who and his quote was uh, by all accounts a bisexual <laughs> 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 What do you well, mean by all accounts? Nobody said this. <laughs> I think that Kojima, I don't want to say he intentionally trolled people like I feel Neil Druckmann did with Last of Us 2 for the sake of quote-unquote art. But there is things in this game where you're like, 
why is that there? Like when the president comes up to him and grabs him by the balls to see if he's a man or not? Yeah, I think... Like that, I mean, like why did he put that in unless he was intentionally trying to make him over the top female? I think he was, but I mean, you also got to go, like you just named all the other weird stuff he did in this game. Mm. You know what I mean? And all the weird stuff he does in all the other games. Like there is like a long going character named Johnny who's got bad diarrhea who... You yeah, know what I mean? but that's but that's not going up to someone and grabbing them by the crotch. And the, no, the... but but he like you know they do a lot of weird kind of you know like he does a lot of odd stuff. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. you know you can try and read really well into one thing, but I think yeah. you know he does it in a lot of other things as well. So yeah, I, I'd be kind I'd... of taking a spot. Yeah. I don't have a real problem with writing. I have to say that. Um, but I do. What what one of the reviewers there were saying. Can't remember was it Leisha who no it wasn't Leisha, um it was that um his attack, it wasn't as cool as snakes. Because remember the tanker snake was like he give yeah. you a left right and then he do a roundhouse kick in the air, yeah, which is damn cool. And Ryden's is kind of more you know. Well, he was meant to be like Ryden moves quicker and he's more nimble. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he yeah. gets up quicker and he can like cartwheel into people where a snake rolls and stuff like that. True. Yeah. You're not meant to agree with the dickhead reviews. These people are meant to be dickheads. <laughs> maybe I left it 19 years yeah, ago. Maybe. I just don't remember. <laughs> maybe you did, yeah. You're just like, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I remember that being a thing when I was playing the first. I was like, oh, he's not hitting them cool enough. <laughs> I always loved the game. Even back then, I loved it. So I bet a similar thing, actually, where I was, um, and like I remember my mates were slating me for this, where in the Batman versus Superman, the one where they had. Um, Ben Affleck as Batman, he oh, fights yeah. like Arkham City Batman. Like he like breaks yeah. their bones and he smashes them into the ground. You're like, oh god! And like, and I think it looks great. It's really impactful and stuff. And you're like, he is hurting those people. They're not getting back up. Yeah. And then I watched uh, a bit of the Christopher Nolan significantly better Batman series, um, like one of the films. And he has this weird kind of martial arts thing where it's like he kind of like lifts his elbows quite a lot to like block and stuff. And you're just like. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really look quite as uh, impressive as the fight scenes in that later one. Although, like, much better films all the way through. But it's yeah. just like, oh, well, actually, that doesn't really look like it hurts as much as, you know, when Batman just, like, punches someone through a cardboard <laughs> box or a wooden box. Well, it was better than the original, if you remember. Beef, boof, and they're, like, three feet away from them when they're punching them. <laughs> that, was, that was great. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Something, um, something, Burt Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I always remember that line. It's fantastic. Um, that's it. That's um, it for me, really. Okay. So, um, yeah, I will move on to the music now, I guess, which is by uh, Harry Gregson Williams, who we should say is a, a score producer for movies, really, primarily, right? Mm. Um, apparently, Kojima and whatever the co-producer were, went to a movie and uh, they, they really enjoyed uh, the music. So they contacted him to do it they sent him a cd i think and um he was interested uh he he said he always wanted to do a game and they just gave him like very very uh, loose kind of uh, requirements like stealthy you know uh, mm. whatever actiony so uh that's what he did but um if uh if you don't mind i'll just pause here for a second and we're back yeah okay so um the first song first song i'm going to play is uh the main theme of metal gear now there's a lot of kind of it takes a long time to, to build into so i cut a little bit off the start of it just to get into the best parts of it so yep. here we go main theme of metal gear solid 2 
well. I'd say that's a cool song. I really don't think I have heard another song like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like parts that are so dancey and like so like orchestral. But Mm. like, you know, sometimes you hear things like that, but they make it like dancey. But that's cinematic. It is. It's epic as hell. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say there? Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's a fab, fab song. Um, I think it's just behind... I don't know if it's... It's probably an equal power as the Snake Eater song for me. I just love that song. Oh, yeah. You know where it actually has someone singing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, the one yeah. where they go up the ladder. That bit? N- uh, no, the one where it's like, Snake Eater! Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like a Bond. Uh, yeah, Bond absolutely. Song. What are you going for there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I only have three songs. So song number two is the title screen. Okay, here we go. before did you <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool it's really, yeah. really good yeah it's, I, it has quite underrated music for this game i think yeah it's kind of electronic-y but it also has like that ominous kind of you know uh choir not choir but like you know haws kind of in the background i just i just see the slow motion <clears throat> looping of the yeah. flipping, uh somebody over from i, I think that, that's the, is that the first one or is that the second one uh, which one? In, in, in like in one of the, the background more, yeah you're on the title screen the background is like a slow motion like you know yeah kind of weird render version of snake yeah yeah somebody over yeah yeah great. i think that's the second one yeah. yeah okay so this one is the last song i have it's a bit more um uh, fast paced it's yell dead cell the matrix or something you know when you're i was just gonna say that yeah yeah it, does. it sounds like it's a matrix soundtrack i wonder did uh, he do the matrix soundtrack actually oh i don't know i mean maybe that's just what was popular at the time yeah probably yeah, yeah um but yeah really good uh really good songs um as part as you know as we said that the, the voice acting is so good in this i put took a few clips um cool. not many now um so which one i'm gonna do first page down uh, okay, so the first one is uh, this is these this is the conversations at the end um, when the colonel 
uh, kind of goes crazy. Well, mm-hmm. Not goes crazy, but the reveal happens and he changes. So this is uh, part one of the kind of crazy conversation that the Colonel starts having. Colonel, are you under orders from the Patriots? Your role, that is mission, is to infiltrate the structure and disarm the terrorists. My role? Why do you keep saying that? Why not? This is a type of role-playing game. The point is that you play out your part, and I expect you to turn in a perfect performance. Colonel, I just remembered something. What? That I've never met you in person. Not once. Mm. Complete your mission, according to the simulation. Colonel, who are you? No more questions. We have Rosemary. What do you mean by that? Over and out. Ryden, turn the game console off right now. What did you say? The mission is a failure. Cut the power right now. What's wrong with you? Don't worry. It's a game. It's a game just like usual. You'll ruin your eyes playing so close to the TV. What are you talking about? Ryden, something happened to me last Thursday when I was driving home. I had a couple of miles to go. I looked up and saw a glowing orange object in the sky to the east. It was moving very irregularly. Suddenly, there was intense light all around me. And when I came to, I was home. What do you think happened to me? Now, you laugh at that, <laughs> and it's funny, but it's a head fuck as well, like, because, isn't yeah. it? Like, especially when you're playing it for the first time, you're like, because that bit, you're, you're kind of going, what, like, you know, where do I go? What kind of happens? Because there's a bit where basically you have to wait for a certain amount of time to pass before you can walk through a, a door. Um, oh, actually, one thing I would like to say uh, is mm-hmm. when, at that point, when you're kind of losing your clothes and you're kind of running around and you're going through like Arsenal gear and it's named like you're in like colon and stuff like that. And you're all these yeah. Things. It's that was apparently kind of from the idea of being inside a giant fish. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of the idea of it being like Pinocchio or originally mm. um, from the biblical story, like of being swallowed by a giant fish and moving yeah, around yeah. in the insides and stuff like that. Yeah. It was, and that's another part. If you hear that, remember right. And it's just a game. Hmm. That is another part of the VR theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's that is all a VR mission. Okay, so this is part two of uh, Colonel Campbell going crazy. Actually, I'm in really bad shape financially. I pay money to my ex-wife as part of our divorce settlement, among other bills. I just had no choice but to make you pay for lunch the other day. I'm really sorry. Even my patience has its limits. I just can't leave this thing up to you any longer. I'll do the fighting. You can just go home. You got a PSG-1? You can use that against Sniper Wolf. Hurry up and save Meryl. That's <laughs> brilliant. So good. Isn't it? Yeah. So good, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact it brings in ex-wife. Like, because that's a story, you know? They're like, there's, mm. there's, you know, it's not like, that's just, that's a deep kind of like... You know, it's it's not just something that's throwaway. It's like I, you know, I, I have lots of bills, and I just had to get you to pay for lunch the other day. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like Jesus. It's just like, what are you talking about? Like, it's I just, know it's just it confuses. It's made to confuse Ryden, but what's actually good is that it also confuses the player. So you, yeah. ju- are just like him, are going. I have no idea what you're doing. This is usually exactly. where I go to get guidance. You know. Yeah. Where do I go now? And you've built you've built a relationship with this character for the whole game. 
Mm. and he's been perfectly normal and then this happens and it's like it messes with your reality like you know yeah. as a kid it de- definitely did mine i was like what is going on yeah didn't want to sleep that night i think i remember <laughs> the first time playing that but um and he brings in Marilyn to it yeah you know which is that's uh, just crazy but anyway now this is the final conversation and you said you could tell me when to stop that just motion to me when to stop but this is where they kind of explain that their ai and that, um, you know, their reason for doing the things that they're doing, how they've been controlling right and et cetera. Uh, extremely interesting conversation. Lot, uh, it's a topic of a lot of discussion, a lot of analysis. People have a lot of different opinions. But uh, the one thing that you will notice, uh, for me anyway, is how relevant it is today. Mm. You know, it's like 19 years later. This was before, I think, must have been before Facebook and, and Twitter, if not yeah. uh, at its infancy anyway. And the way fake news is a huge thing now. And, um, you know, dad sent us that thing this morning. Did you watch that trailer where it says fake news is, is six times more likely? It, it travels fast, six times faster than real news. No, and um, yeah, and just like how now this this world of, you know, where we had, oh, yeah, the digital age, we're going to have all this information on our phone. It's going to be incredible. But we have this huge amount of disinformation at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's really kind of societal question it's um you know where are we going with this stuff yeah where yeah. where where untruth is stronger than truth you know yeah, but anyway yeah. okay so i'm gonna play the clip now if i can find my button okay here we go raiden are you receiving we're still here how is that possible the ai was destroyed only gw who are you to begin with we're not what you'd call human Over the past 200 years, a kind of consciousness formed layer by layer in the crucible of the White House. It's not unlike the way life started in the oceans four billion years ago. The White House was our primordial soup, a base of evolution. We are formless. We are the very discipline and morality that Americans invoke so often. How can anyone hope to eliminate us? As long as this nation exists, so will we. Cut the crap! If you're immortal, why would you take away individual freedoms and censor the net? (laughs) Jack, don't be silly. Don't you know that our plans have your interests, not ours and mine? What? Jack, listen carefully, like a good boy. The mapping of the human genome was completed early this century. As a result, the evolutionary log of the human race lay open to us. We started with genetic engineering. And in the end, we succeeded in digitizing life itself. But there are things not covered by genetic information. What do you mean? Human memories, ideas, culture, history. Genes don't contain any record of human history. Is it something that should not be passed on? Should that information be left at the mercy of nature? We've always kept records of our lives through words, pictures, symbols, from tablets to books. But not all the information was inherited by later generations. A small percentage of the whole was selected and processed, then passed on. Not unlike genes, really. That's what history is, Jack. But in the current digitized world, trivial information is accumulating every second, preserved in all its triteness, never fading, always accessible. Rumors about petty issues, misinterpretations, slander. All this junk data preserved in an unfiltered state, growing at an alarming rate. It will only slow down social progress, reduce the rate of evolution. Right. 
you seem to think that our plan is one of censorship. Are you telling me it's not? You're being silly. What we propose to do is not to control content, but to create context. Create context? The digital society furthers human flaws and selectively rewards development of convenient half-truths. Just look at the strange juxtapositions of morality around you. Billions spent on new weapons in order to humanely murder other humans. Like, I would... Like, I would... I would like to talk about that for about two hours, but I won't. Yeah. Don't worry. I won't. Yeah. Um, and, like, I find that so fascinating. Because, like, I mean, I do... Because, like, like I, I did multimedia in college and stuff like that. So I have had classes about information and technology and anonymity. By the way, anonymity doesn't exist. So, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, by the way, you shouldn't use Chrome. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, use Firefox if you can't do it. You shouldn't use Chrome. It will one just it sells all your information. Two, it actively slows down your machine by mm-hmm. how much information it is sending away to other people. You know, that's why it's free. That's why a lot of mm-hmm. browsers, if if something yeah. is free, you know what I mean. Ask a question. Use Firefox. You know, <laughs> it's really good. It's closed. It's safe as well. But anyway. And now for our new sponsors, Firefox. <laughs> now for our new sponsors, Chrome. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. um, but like, yeah, it's just let's talk about that stuff so early on. And as a kid, I, I was definitely too young to appreciate what they're Same. what they're yeah. saying and like the importance yeah. of it. Um, like, yeah, just all, all I can really say about it is that yeah, one, the vo- the voice acting is excellent. It sounds like a real yeah. conversation. It sounds like a real, you know, intellectual debate or in a film with the idea of a government or somebody who is trying to decide what is best for other people. And then Mm -hmm. the ethical questions of, is that right? Are we, you know, should we make our own decisions even if they are damaging to us and maybe other people? Mm -hmm. So many things about it. Um, Kojima really is very, very ahead of his time. You know? Yeah. And if you play that conversation, maybe we'll discuss it another time, actually, that, that's a good idea. But he, he starts making right and question why he does the things he does. Mm-hmm. What are his motivations? Who's been influenced with that they're not actually from him? Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're, but there's this arrogance about them, you know, um, that they're better than human. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I don't look at the world like that. I mean, I, I think, well, first of all, people can be relieved because if they see the guy that's in power, in the US at the moment, mm. Patriots definitely aren't doing this. <laughs> so <laughs> information is getting out there and, and all types of information, all types of stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I, I do believe that humans are, you know, imperfect and they're, you know, they're going to do stuff like this and censorship, even though, you know, of course, you know, really bad stuff like people being killed and stuff. But anyway, mm. so that's, a, that's another discussion. Yeah. But, um, okay. So anything else before we get to the big quiz? One thing I I just want to say, and I remember hearing this about the idea of how much kind of say do we have kind of nowadays and everything. Mm -hmm. And if you just think about the idea of, um, so Google Maps, something I use all the time and stuff like that, where if you want to go to a location and say it's a square, it's a set kind of distance away, you can go left or you can go right. Yeah. If Google tells you to go left, Mm -hmm because there's a coffee shop that's left yeah that it's the same distance as going right but one of them paid and go left so they're like well we have to make a decision so what's gonna help us make the decision they paid for us it's not really that big a deal you then kind of go by it that it is actually at this point then where you are actually not deciding where you're walking 
something mm-hmm. else is deciding where you're walking. And they're deciding where you're walking so that you walk by something and maybe buy something. Of course, you know, yeah. yeah. As, in, as in purchase something. And mm-hmm. that is that is a worrying thing about, you know, privacy and that kind of thing. And it, it is kind of a point of then, it's like, do, you know, do I even want this? Or am I just happen to be walking by it? Or why am I walking by it? Like, you know, so I think of like, actually, am I deciding I'm walking by it? I want mm. to go somewhere else. And this is telling me to go something. And then eventually, mm. does it come into a point where, you know, you might have eight ways of going somewhere, you know, if lots of small, narrow streets and stuff like that. And if one of them is, you know, one of them is a private road, but they don't want you to kind of go on it because they'll avoid, tell you not to go through it, but you can go through it, but you don't kind of get money. You know, if no one's kind of getting um, any money from that, then eventually it does actually become a thing where we need to be worried about this kind of thing. We need to at least be aware of this kind of thing because otherwise our decisions, you know, will be decided by, you know, a highest bidder. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's a scary thing to do. And that's, that is kind of this conversation. Well, the, the, the thing is that we're kind of still at the infancy of a lot of this stuff, really, you know, Mm -hmm. we haven't been as a society, we haven't been exposed to this kind of, technology this kind of control this kind of you know the way society is shaped so i think we will look back you know in the future and say how did we not have this under a uh, stricter control how did we not have these rules in how did we not stop this and stop that you know mm. because they are taking advantage of people i find it funny google's phrase used to be don't be evil yeah you know and well look they're you know they're not a good company you know yeah. um so yeah i think that what they did i mean it's kind of a simple thing we think of the word google rolls off the tongue it's it's fun to say you know it's mm. it's that was all they had in that built you yeah. know because i remember when we were kids we used to have alta vista yahoo mm. you know um all these uh sites used to search with it wasn't just google you know so yeah. well anyway. google didn't make money until i think about the year 2002 when yeah. they, they realized they could sell the information and i mean exactly. to a certain extent if people are volunteering that information that's okay but it becomes a thing of who are they selling it to and why are they selling it to you if you can't get a mortgage because you searched the health condition and your insurer decided, you know, bought that information off Google and they want to give it yeah. to you. That ends up, you know, being a worrying kind of thing. You know what I mean? That becomes a dangerous trend. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. let's get to the big quiz. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so here we go. Test your might. It's like you got a problem with concentration. <laughs> That's you, Yusuf. That's why you're 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 shitting quizzes. <laughs> Is that a great? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are actually pretty easy quizzes for you because right. you actually ruined one of the first questions I had, which was Rosemary and Ryden's names are reference to which popular movie, and I changed it to Ryden so you wouldn't hear Jack. But anyway. Okay, so okay. Let me see. I think I should get a point for that anyway. Okay, here's a question that I'm going to just do off the fly because I noticed you, you, you talk about a lot of movies, you failed to mention this one. What <laughs> I'm not good at doing this. Uh, what movie um, is inspired uh, Raiden and Snake in the way they are in this, in this uh, game? And you haven't mentioned it. It's not Terminator. It's not Titanic. It's not 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, what do you mean by the way they are? Their characters and their, their place in the story and, and who they are is a reference to two uh, famous movie characters that are not human. Oh, One of them's Japanese. Uh, oh, wow. I do not know at all. Um, 
Goku and Gohan. <laughs> no. Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, I do remember this. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> yeah, one of them is meant to be like created by man, something like that. One science. Take it from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man Raiden's lured by a woman, captured by Solidus and brought to the city. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one wrong. Thank okay, you. question number two. There's a part in this where you can input your name and your date of birth. And one thing I found really cool is that if you input your your day birthday today you get a little message at the bottom right with happy birthday and a cake yeah i was afraid that i was hoping that was the question you're going to ask me what happens <laughs> <laughs> if you put in the name of one of the developers what happens oh i don't know but you get a little message saying congratulations <clears throat> no the that specific person's birthday filters in the in the date of birth Oh really? It fills it fills in yeah that actual person's uh, date of birth. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, quite yeah. Odd. They they hide the year though I think so you know. Oh. I don't know GDPR and all that shit. Yeah. Okay, so uh, two more questions. As you know, in this game they had uh, the directional microphone, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, he had an idea prior to the directional microphone. What was it? It's going to do the same thing basically. Like a little spy drone. No, it was the Mantis Mask. It was apparently going to help you read people's minds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that at all. That would have been very, you know, because then it's like, is Mantis just a weird, like, psychic? Exactly. Or is his mask giving you powers? Yeah, probably why they, they dropped it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you the bonus question. You ready? Yeah. You'll receive a nice bonus when the work is done. In the last scene of this game, there is a uh, bit where one of the characters in the game is viewable in the background. Who is it? Oh, Olga's daughter. <laughs> Four wrong, Yusuf. No, it was Vamp. Really? Yeah, you can see Vamp in the background at the very last scene when Ryden's walking off with Rose. Yeah, That's very weird. Oh, I actually want to say one thing about Vamp. Vamp mm-hmm. was a combination of two characters. Yeah. He was going to be, so he was going to be kind of a flamenco dancer, which you do kind of see him do a little bit of. Uh, and another character that was going to be called the Chinaman. Mm-hmm. That was going mm-hmm. to be encouraged or modeled after Jet Li. And oh, yeah. He was going to have a dragon tattoo that came alive when he went under the water, which is sort of what happens <laughs> with Vamp. It's, you kind of fight him in that same stage. Yeah. Very True. weird. True. Okay, so since you have a new part of the quiz uh, of the of the of the podcast, I have a new section now too. Do you? I do. Yeah. You ready? I'm sorry for anybody if this is seven hours long. <laughs> <laughs> ready? Yeah. I'm speaking, and I asked you a question. So, we have a question. <laughs> what? Do we? we have a question? Yeah, yeah. Really? You ready? <clears throat> yeah. You made so this thank you. No, I didn't. Thank you, okay. Simon. Oh. Okay, so Simon writes, Hey there. Acast is partnering with Amazon Music and Audible to bring your podcasts to their platform, making them available to their audience of more than 55 million people. The best part is that you can do this all at the Acast dashboard right now. Okay, happy podcasting, Simon. Thanks, Simon. Um, but I'm afraid that wasn't really a question. It was more of a statement. But uh, I do appreciate you writing to the mailbox. 
Thanks, Simon. Uh, I'm going to invoice you for advertising space actually there because uh, <laughs> we're reading out about your platform. So uh, there'll be a, there'll be an invoice in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anything else about this game? Um, no, I think that, I think that's kind of it. That's it. It's just a game of. It doesn't seem like it was that old. That's all I can really say. It was just yeah. it's, it's a really good game. Um, and I really want to know what you make of the fourth Metal Gear. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know for sure. Um, oh, if people want to play this as well, the HD remaster is a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, you get the second and Snake Eater, and then you get Peace Walker. I don't know why they bothered doing that. They should have put the first one on it, you know. Peace Walker is a PSP game. Um, yeah, it was kind of a weird kind of thing. They also had that weird one. Wasn't there like the, the what was it called? Re, re, no, the one where you're riding, you're like a ninja. Revengeance. Is Revengeance, it? yeah. I knew yeah, it wasn't a real yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, but so if people want to play it, it's, it's a great game to play. Um, it makes you think about some of the larger questions, particularly the second one. And I really want to play it again. So we'll see what I think of Metal Gear 4, but I'll let you know. So uh, thanks, everyone. Yusuf, do you want to give out the email address and hopefully uh, someone other than Simon will write next time? Yes. Uh, thank you, first off, once again, for people who've been listening. Um, as we said a couple of a while ago, there's been a, a nice uptake in listens and it's been really lovely to see. Um, so yeah. you can get us on press the action button pod at gmail.com. Um, and if you can't remember that, it will be in the description of, our, of every episode. Mm-hmm. And please, if you can rate us, we'd really appreciate that. Um, yeah. You know, it's just... Um, I mean, it does nothing for us really other than, you know, hopefully having a larger audience to kind of interact with, which would make it more fun for all of us. Even though the ones who are listening aren't writing now. So, you know. Stop berating the audience. (laughs) (laughs) No, really though. uh, Thank you very much. Uh, We love you. And uh, see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.